welcome to the Inner Bitch, Inner Truth podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jacari, naturopathic doctor turned spiritual analyst, intuitive coach, acupuncturist, Reiki master, and mindfulness guide. Throughout my journey of working with others and healing myself, I have come to realize our suffering comes from resistance of where we are, of wanting things to be different. Once we can surrender to where we are and accept ourselves there, our entire world can change. This is where the title of this podcast comes from, through befriending my inner bitch, something that I hated so much about myself. I was able to hear my inner truth, my intuition, what my soul wanted me to do. And now I'm on a mission to help every single woman do the same. Each week, I bring you inspiring stories, people, and messages to help you lean into loving your emotions, transforming your relationship with yourself and others, and giving you the clarity you need to create a life you love. If you'd like to help the back end of this podcast, I would love to have you contribute. Any amount helps. The link is in the show notes. Let's get healing. And remember, stay easy on yourself. You're amazing just as you are. Welcome back to another Monday Nugget. Today I want to talk to you about confrontation. I actually think that the key to really healthy relationships is the ability to be confrontational. And even more like deeper than that, I think that the key to really healthy relationships is to be able to fight effectively. And I know that me, I have had a very up and down around and all over the place relationship with confrontation in terms of my relationships, like my whole life. It's been really, really bad at times, um, really, really avoidant at other times. But right now, I feel for the first time in my life that there's been things that I've had to confront And I just feel like I finally have a handle on like the third option that I had never been able to see before. So, you know, I think that there's two options that most people see when they think about confrontation or if they think about like a quote unquote fight and fights can be, there's a whole spectrum of what a fight could mean, right? Like a very passive aggressive sort of fight versus a like screaming match sort of fight. So I think that there's just a lot of, um, there's a, it's so much more complex than the word, the wording makes it, you know? So the three different doors that I see when it comes to confrontation, the first door is, okay, something's bothering you and you decide that it's not worth it. It's not worth speaking up about because it's not really a big deal and you're just going to let it go. You're just going to get over it. And then if you choose that option, what ends up happening is that you you kind of shove it down. You don't actually let it go because the situation itself bothered you. But you're like, no, I'm going to, this isn't a big deal. I'm just going to get over it. And so you think that you're getting over it, but energetically you've just shoved it down. So you go on with your life and then something like that situation happens again. 
and you're like, oh, this is this just keeps happening. Like, no, let it go, let it go, let it go. And then the cycle just perpetuates. It just keeps going and happening and happening and happening. And it's happening because you haven't acted any different. See, the thing is, anytime we want something to be different, when we want a situation to be different, we have to take different action in order to have a different result. So if we keep taking the same action, we're going to have the same result, right? So that's typically what en- what ends up happening if you choose to not be confrontational. What ends up actually happening is the passive-aggressive form of the confrontation most of the time. And that doesn't It ends up turning into a blowout anyway, right? So that's the first option. The second option is to full-on confront while you're emotional. Like that's that's typically, it's like, okay, I I need to kind of get enough emotional rise in order to say the thing. And then when I say the thing, it turns into a fight, And it turns into a fight because it's so emotionally charged. Like that energy is just so, it's like there's no other way for it not to turn into a fight. Like of course it turned into a fight because of all the emotion that you have behind your argument. And then it it leaves you being in this space of not, not remaining just calm and neutral. You're so charged. And when someone comes into a conversation so charged like that, Of course, the other person is going to get defensive or, you know, somehow match you with that emotional charge. So then that turns into this like screaming, like fight, right? It turns into a real fight and nothing gets resolved, right? People are just pissed and then you think that you come to some sort of agreement at the end because finally your emotions are put to bay a little bit but what actually got resolved like do you know what action step you have to take in order for that situation to not come about again or are you relying on the other person to just change their behavior like you can never change anyone else's behavior you have to understand what action step you can take And you're the one that dictates the cycle. So if you want the cycle to be different and you're getting really mad and frustrated and emotional about something and you're expecting the other person to change but you don't have to change anything, then that cycle is just going to keep happening. Because the truth is, and this is what has completely set me free and has helped me have very confronting conversations with people and remain emotionally neutral and this is the thing everyone is at fault and yet no one is at fault when it comes to really any situation and so I think that you really have to get comfortable with that truth the truth that you are at fault in some way regardless of what you think the other person has done. And the thing is, this like you may be listening to this and being like, you do not understand my situation. Like they're abusive and shitty and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but let's just take a time out and like sit back here and think about like how did you allow them to treat you that way? 
Like, in what way are you allowing that to happen? How are you allowing that to happen? Where are you not using your voice? Where are you not putting an end to that cycle? And if that means that you have to walk away from that relationship because it is abusive, then you need to walk the fuck away. But if you're just in a relationship where there's just normal stuff to be frustrated and angry about because that's part of life, if it's like that, then what? in what way are you perpetuating that cycle? Like You have to ask yourself that question. That's the third door. The third door is that we are all responsible for this and yet no one is at fault. And so what I mean by that is the responsibility piece. We are all in energetic relationship with each other. It's all a give and take, all of it. And typically what I see happen when I hear people who are like complaining about fighting and not being respected What's actually happening is that one person wants to, is, is in the energetic mold of being a giver. And these are the people where they're people-pleasing. It's really hard to say no. They just want to love everyone. They want everyone to be happy. And they really just they want everything to be cool and good and, and great all the time. So they just want to give, 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 give. And their energy system is literally like pouring energy out of them. That's what it is. It's like they're just giving it all away. And typically these people align with with a different energy system, the energy system that's kind of going to grab and take. There's energy systems that are takers, and they literally will just like suck on this person who wants to give because the energy is there. Everything is all about energy. So when you have a people pleaser person who just wants to give, they're going to typically be get into relationship with someone who wants to take. And so you got to think about that energy cycle. So this is also where I normally hear, they don't respect me. They don't listen to me. They won't, you know, take me seriously. It's like, okay, they're not taking you seriously because you're not putting a stop to your energy flow. You need to put a stop to your energy flow. So how do you do that? Your actions dictate where your energy goes. I'm going to say that again. Your actions are what dictates where your energy system goes. So for someone who is really giving and they have someone taking their energy and they don't want to be in that cycle anymore, the, the way that you fix that cycle is by stop, like stop giving. Say no. You have to take different action than you've always taken in order to get a different result. So you have to act differently. You have to stop giving your energy away. And when you can put an end to that, what happens is the relationship energy dynamic completely shifts and people act differently. So going back to the third option here that I was talking about, where everyone is responsible and yet no one is at fault, is that the responsibility, if, if the person who's taking the energy is the one that you're frustrated at, who's doing things to you that's pissing you off, what you need to do is put an end to that. 
Like it's up to you to, to stop that, that dynamic, right? So what do, what do I mean by no one is at fault? Because I'm sure that if you're in the shit right now, you're like, of course someone's at fault. But what I mean by that is it within an energy dynamic of a relationship, it's just, it's just the energy. It's just the way it is. And the thing is, our energy system was created from, you know, childhood. From the moment we were conceived, our energy system started developing. And our systems are built to act in a certain way. We don't have conscious control over the way that our energy system developed. We do not have conscious control over that. That is something that it, like it's totally out of our control. So when we expect people to act differently, to act in a way in which their energy system cannot do, they, they like truly don't have the capacity to change. They don't have the capacity to be any different, but yet we're expecting them to be different. That's what I mean by like it's no one's it's it's everyone's responsibility yet no one's fault because our energy systems are all different and we have to start understanding and looking at how are the energy systems of other people around us built like how, like what capacity do they actually have and am I were like wanting something of them that they can't even give me like they don't even have the capacity to give me. This is a really important thing to, to look at and to consider. So the way in which you would go about changing that relationship and to actually use the third option is to go in explaining your point of view. Go in explaining your perspective and the way that you feel. And you do it when you're not emotionally charged. You do it when like you've gotten over the initial emotional shitstorm that came over you and you're like, okay, what's my responsibility in this? Oh shit, I didn't speak up for myself. I didn't say no. I didn't put any kind of boundary out there. Okay, I have to put out a boundary and I have to explain how I feel. And I don't have to make it be about them and how all the things that they have to change, I also need to share with them what I need to change as well. It needs to be an everyone needs to take responsibility sort of thing. And yet no one's at fault. We don't have to blame. We don't, it doesn't have to be about like who's wrong and who's right. It doesn't have to be about I deserve an apology. It doesn't have to be about that. What the focus has to be on is how can we be in better relationship together that's the focus. So let's bring this down to earth. Let's give an example. Say you have an overbearing family and your family, they just want what's best for you, but they're constantly telling you like what you should be doing with your life in terms of your career, your relationships, your friendships, you know, all the things. It's like they want to have such a hand in what you're doing. And you feel completely smothered and you're like, I just want to live my life. I don't understand like why you have to put your two cents into everything that I'm doing. I, like I'm just really frustrated and it's like, leave me the fuck alone. Like let me do what I want to do. So that's the situation. So say that's you and this is how you would go about confronting your family. 
So the way that I, I learned this from Brene Brown and it's helped me with my relationships so much and I found it to just be incredibly helpful. So what you do is approach them when you're not feeling super emotional or anything. You, you're probably going to feel pretty scared when you go to have this conversation if you're not used to confrontation and that's okay. Know that that's normal. Just take, you know, do some adult teas, adult timeouts, breathe through it. Um, and you know, you'll, you'll be okay. You can totally do this. So what you say is the story that I'm telling myself is that you don't want me to be my own person, that you don't trust me to make my own decisions, that you don't support me in what I want for my life. I'm making it mean all all of this, all of these actions that you're doing, I'm making it mean that I have to have a life like yours when I want to have a life like mine. Like, I want to choose what my life is. And so it really makes me feel really sad and upset and hurt that, you know, I I feel unseen. I feel like you don't understand me. I feel like, I feel like for what you want for my life, like, I just, I don't want that. And I feel also like I'm disappointing you when you know, I want to choose something else and you're kind of fighting me on it. Like I I don't really, um, I don't really know how how to best go about this situation except for I need you to know how it's making me feel. And you know, the things that I want to be different are X, Y, Z. And you know, like, like, what do you think about those lifestyle choices? Or what do you think about me having a life like that? You know, I, I really want to have a good relationship with you, but I can't keep, you know, being pressed under this thumb of like, this is what I need to need to have and need to be and need to do. I really just want support. I really want your support. And I want you to know that this is something that's really important to me. And this is what I want for my life. And then see what happens. But the thing is, anytime you have a, a conversation like that, where you're explaining the way that you feel and why you feel that way and what you want instead, anytime you have any kind of like conversation like that, it is typically well received because it's not it's not aggressive. It's not it's not attacking. It's you know I, I think most people, a lot of people, would go at that situation, and I certainly was one of these people would go at that situation like, dude, you need you need to leave me alone. You need to give me my space. I am so sick of your guys' shit and your pers- like your perspective and putting it on me and I just I don't want it anymore. That's what most people would do because they would let it get to the point of like festering inside because they're not speaking up fast enough. So it's actually when you speak up fast like faster once you realize what's happening and you're able to just vocalize it when you're in a neutral uh, emotional space that's what allows for an energetic recalibration of that energy dynamic of that relationship dynamic that's that's how you do it you understand yourself on a very deep level of like what do i want what am i feeling what kind of relationship do I want to have? And then how can I communicate that effectively? 
That's what it comes down to. That's your responsibility in any given situation when it comes to any relationship, honestly. It's every every single relationship. You should be able to ask yourself those questions and know. So that's what's going to give you the power to use your voice. And it also, it's the third door. Because when you approach someone like that, you're having an actual conversation. It doesn't have to be a who's wrong and I deserve an apology. It's, hey, this is what's happening. This is what I would love to happen. How can we do that together? And that's it. That's the third door where everyone takes responsibility and no one is at fault because you have to understand that people have different capacities of behavior. Like they, some people cannot do, they cannot take the action that you are wanting of them. They can't do it because of their the way that their energy system has developed. So if you can put a stop where you need to put a stop, and if you can adjust your expectations of that, that's how you have better, like more genuine relationships. You have to reevaluate that. You have to understand that. What questions do you have about this? I really want to know. Let me know. And also, if you got something out of this and you take action on it, I want to know how it goes. Let me know how it goes. Um, I hope that this was helpful. All right. I am sending you all so much love. Bye.